Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. It's Big Foot Collectors Club with Bryce, Michael, and Ivy. I know a story of high strangeness or two. <laughs> Let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bigfoot Collectors Club, the show where we talk to amazing guests about their personal paranormal history and share stories of high strangeness. I'm your host, Michael McMillan. With me always is your alternate host, Bryce Johnson, and our super producer, Riley Bray. Welcome, boys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's Uh, up? We got a lot of fun business to get to. We we're gonna get school today. We got Sasquatch University here in the house. Okay, <laughs> we, we it's time to go back and get our degrees. Uh, but before we talk to our friends from SU, I want to give a big thanks to everybody who joined us for the Zombie Bigfoot Clubhouse live stream over on popsylounge.com. And if you want to check out some of the live streams from years past, head over to the big. Bigfoot Collectors Club. God, I messed up the name of our own show. Bigfoot Collectors Club <laughs> uh, over on our, our YouTube page. We've got yeah. a YouTube page. We're putting up some of the old video up there. And uh, I will say this. Watch that YouTube space in the coming months. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll say that. More Things to are come. coming. Things got are coming. a couple little treats heading your way. That's right. Uh, let's also check in real quick with the Club Scouts who have been following the show on their favorite podcast app and dropping us five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Riley, who is our five-star Club Scout of the week? Well, their name is not written down here, but they say, these guys are great. Came for the Markiplier and Wade Barnes episodes, stayed for the Craig Ferguson and Greg Sipes, and so much more. Good choice. Everyone's personal paranormal experiences are interesting. Five stars. Five stars. Nice. I'm there gonna you go. find this. We'll find your name, name and say it at some point. Right we now. Oh, or now. No time I'm like the present. It. No, there's no time like the present. This is a segment uh, called Michael Looks for the Name. Yeah. On the Apple. Actually, while Michael does this, I'd like yeah. to say I noticed that we have like no Amazon reviews. I think because it's Ooh. a fairly new listing. I love all of our Apple reviews, but could you guys um, give us a review on Amazon if it's not too much trouble. Why don't we switch over to Amazon for the next month or two? We'll do Amazon five stars. Shall we do it? There's like two reviews right now. Oh, there you uh, go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Let's do that and make them funny and weird because nothing beats a funny, bizarre Amazon review. So please it's true. leave yeah. us very strange reviews on Amazon. <laughs> As Bryce well knows. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I it's love part of the show. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Bryce reads <laughs> Amazon reviews. Let's make it, let's, you know. Let's, let's and, hear your submissions. And I want to thank personally Red Cheetah ninety three. There it for is, that five star review. All right, everyone, head over to Amazon. Uh, we'll say till the, at least till the end of the year. That's where yeah. we're going to be picking our five star club scouts from. Switch it up, guys. Let's you know what? It. It's we were hitting our six year anniversary. We're going to change things up. Let's do it. It's a new year for BCC. New rules. <laughs> oh, I just quote a Bill Maher. New corporate platform for you to judge us on. Yeah. All right. All right, everyone. This week, we have two young men from our neighbor to the North Canada with us. They are both founding members of the Trent University Sasquatch Society out of Ontario. They also have a show in the works called Sasquatch University Club Scouts of all timelines. Please welcome Ryan Willis and Joel Porter. Hey, Ryan and Joel. 
What's Thanks up, boys? for having us on, guys. Thanks yeah. for uh, yeah. now, now. Let's let uh, Ryan just tell us your voice, and Joel, you introduce yourself and tell us your voice so we can follow you orally. I am Joel. This is this is my voice. <laughs> I I'm Ryan, and this is my voice. There you awesome. go. There done. you go. Done and done. All right. Well, thanks for being here. Um, Let's talk about, we're going to get into Sasquatch University and the Trent University Sasquatch into further detail. But real quick, tell us, how did you guys come together? How did you form a Bigfoot Society? Give us the sort of like origin story recap in a a minute or two. Yeah. So um, I started at Trent University uh, here in Canada, Peterborough, back in 2018. And I've always been super into Bigfoot. Uh, you know, as I grew up, I watched a lot of Finding Bigfoot. When Expedition Bigfoot came out, Bryce, I uh, always watched that. Nice. Uh, yeah, and, uh, you know, just, just kind of anything else. And I go out in the woods all the time, do my own investigations whenever I was kind of uh, up. Um, I, I spent a lot of time up in Algonquin Park during the summer uh, here in Canada. It's a big provincial park uh-huh. um, with a lot of wildlife and stuff. So I go out there and do my own investigations and stuff all the time. And uh, I met some other people that, that were into Bigfoot, too. And uh, we kind of realized, like, you know, there were, like, 20 of us going out in the woods all the time. And we're like, oh, we have enough people to, like, have a proper, like, school society. So we registered and became one. And it really grew very fast. And, um, yeah, so, it, at, like, Joel, you probably know the numbers better now because Joel's uh, now the president. I, I graduated last year. And, uh, but, yeah, it's, it's doing really well. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just a super cool club. And a lot of students have really taken to it. So it's, it's been really awesome. Man, this is the club we needed in college. <laughs> I mean, uh, Joel, tell us a little bit more about this this, this club. How many uh, members do you guys have currently? Uh, yeah, I'd say now, uh, you know, you have to subtract the people who, who graduated as well. Um, but this year alone, uh, we've increased our numbers by maybe about 100. Love it. People want to go catch that Bigfoot, man. Let me tell you. And so these are sort of like, tell me about these excursions into the woods here. These extended camping trips. Like how how long are you out there? How many people are you guys going with? Like what Uh, what is that? There's kind of different groups of people. Some people are are more interested in just kind of uh, the, the fun aspect of it. Um, Mm -hmm. And and we do little hikes with the, Yeah. (laughs) I was gonna say I'm 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 worried that like half the membership just wants to go in the woods and maybe like smoke a joint. That's yeah. fine. That's yeah. totally yeah. Smoke fine. A joint yeah. In the woods club. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'd say a lot. A lot of the club members, uh, they'll come on some of our shorter hikes, um, where we we just go around on trails around at at Trent. Uh, it has a lot of uh, the campus is very nice. They have a, a lot of land around it, um, so there's a yeah, lot of trails it, we can hike on there. Um, the likelihood of really finding something in that location is, is kind of low. Is it out in the mountains? It's out in the forest kind of thing. Um, yeah, but it's, uh, those events, we do them mainly to teach people how to hunt for Bigfoot, you know, what, what you would do and, uh, and to have fun as well and to get people going outside on hikes. But we kind of have a core, uh, of more dedicated people for the group so the the general memberships they're they're not always super interested in going on these long extended hikes but that's kind of how ryan put together his crew for the show is he got all the people in the society who were kind of really into it um and then a couple other people as well uh but we we go out and do a lot more uh thorough uh hunts but in general, for the university club, uh, the majority of people um, like to just go to the fun events. They like the indoor events. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> but there's a there's a core there's a core of more dedicated Sasquatch hunters. Yeah. There's the social aspect, and then there's more the inner circle who are like, let's really go find yeah. something. <laughs> that we, makes we, sense. We, we've made a whole show on indoor yeah, Sasquatch, yeah. so we, we get it. I, you know, as, as Bobcat used to say, hey, look, if, if you don't find Bigfoot, you really just ended up camping. And that's a good thing, too. You know? And he's so it's right. It's, it's a win-win. It's such a great way to get outdoors. Ryan, tell us some of these, uh, these hunting techniques that you guys uh, came up with, and what are you guys doing out there to look for for Bigfoot. Well, Bryce, I in... just said we're going to do that in the second half. Oh, of right. The yeah, show. you did. You, you did. 
you're right. You're right. I was pulled right in. I was. We're gonna get to it. Sorry. Okay. You're right. You're right. We're gonna get to it. We gotta get into some of these personal paranormal history first. Great. Let's do that. Let's go back to the beginning for both of you. How did you get into the world of the unknown, the unexplained? Ryan, you kind of hinted at it. Joel, I'm interested in you as well. And have you ever had an experience that you can't explain? So, so yeah, doing the show, we actually had a few experiences that we, you know, really can't explain. And some of the other crew on our show as well. Uh, it wasn't just me or, or Joel even. Um, so that was pretty cool. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll and this is Sasquatch that. University. This is the yeah, show that, you guys, the, that came out the of the society. Show. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, kind of how the show, uh, you know, some of us from the society, the really hardcore members, uh, you know, did a lot of work just this past summer and in the, the spring as well, like over Easter. Uh, we went out, it was, it was really cold, like... <laughs> But, uh, you know, it's all worth it. But actually, um, that Easter expedition was the one where we had, um, you know, what what seemed to be rocks being thrown at us. And uh, Joel was actually closer where they were thrown and heard a few more, uh, I guess, tosses than, than I did. I was kind of further away when the last one happened. But Joel was right there when they all took place. Same with Cody, uh, you know, kind of a guest host we have on the show sometime, good buddy of ours. And uh, yeah, it was pretty interesting because it you know, um, it was at a location where someone had actually reported that happening. Um, I think it was, uh, the, I forget it was last year or the year before, but so, you know, that was pretty cool. And we got a lot of reports from right around that area too. Like we collect a ton of reports here in Ontario. So that was one, uh, we really couldn't explain. And, uh, it was pretty freaky when, you know, we're out there when, you know, the only people out there, you know, you look around on the therms, you're not seeing anything. And, uh, it, it's, um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's just really spooky. Like we were all pretty scared by the end. We got back to the car. It's so like okay, like we're, you know, no one killed us or anything, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. And then there's been a few other times on the show too where we've had kind of similar experiences like that. And then Cody had a really um, interesting one, uh, and uh, he he's like kind of a, a guest host, I guess you could call him. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it wasn't while we were filming. Actually, it was like last summer, and he was up on the same escarpment. Um, where that, uh, I guess we, we had that, you know, kind of encounter, if that's what you'd call it. And, um, yeah, like a stick kind of got tossed at him in his direction. He's hearing all this rustling mm -hmm. in the bushes and he got it all on video too. And we have it in the show and go to the spot where it happened. So yeah, that was pretty crazy. And then uh, a bit later in the season, um, you know, some of those episodes are, are actually, I think it started airing the 25th. So every Monday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Times, like the new episodes come out. But in uh, some of the ones upcoming in a few weeks, I think that's the one where we'll have, um, you know, we had, like, I, we didn't find the rock, but it was like, I, I don't know how that couldn't have been a rock. It was so loud and definitely like, you know, you could hear the bushes kind of get move as it was like on an angle and you could hear it land. And so that was really Whoa. weird because like we were like way out in the middle of nowhere in Algonquin Park. So like i you know that's really hard to explain in my opinion yeah. at least so that was really cool and then joel was kind of with me when um i guess at, at each of those uh well i guess we weren't at cody's you know original encounter but all the kind of spooky ones we've had joel's been there as well uh doing the show with me and everything and then um the society it's uh you know in the show we go a lot more hardcore in terms of like getting out into the woods and really getting out to some places where you know some really spooky stuff's gone on and uh it, it's a bit trickier with the society kind of more because of uh you know some of the legalities with it with with taking gonna like say, yeah. 30 students out into the world <laughs> right <laughs> just need you to sign these life releases real yeah. quick and then we'll get on our way <laughs> it's, it's pretty yeah, that's pretty much why you know what we have to do and there's some of the students are like ah uh, you know i don't know about this and and you know so we can't really take them out like too far or to, like to areas there's, there's other clubs that do like camping and stuff like that, but it's more like they'll go to like a very known camping, you know, area and, instead of like going way out in the middle of the woods where it's like, you know, because that'd be bad if like you came back and it's like, we all, we went out with like 40 members. We came back, came back with eight. Also, I feel like 40 of y'all, that's going to really alert a Bigfoot to your presence. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not too stealthy. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's hard to keep yeah. up 40 people quiet during a Bigfoot hunt, especially... <laughs> 40 college students. Joel, what about you? How did you get into the paranormal? Were you always interested in this stuff? 
Yeah, I'd say probably always interested. I I always liked uh, the outdoors. I grew up watching shows like Survivor Man, mm. and then Survivor Man had a had a Bigfoot show, so I ended up watching that as well. Yeah, Survivor but, Man uh, Bigfoot. Yeah, you know, I, I always kind of have an interest in the unknown, um, paranormal things, and and also things like conspiracy theories, um, stuff like that. So so Bigfoot kind of fits right in, and you know, uh, a friend told me about the Sasquatch society that Ryan had, uh, had started and, uh, and I joined it and now I'm, this is, this is where it's taken me, um, which is pretty good. But as for paranormal experiences, yes, I was there for, I, I don't remember the, the final rock throwing one. Um, no, remember, but, um, is when we went with the car, we went up to the hill and got out and we hung out there for a while. Remember? Th- Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I do remember yeah, that. Yeah. One. It was yeah. it was um when we were there. Is it in possible August, the rock hit you in the head, Joel, and that's why <laughs> you don't remember? Ah. Maybe some missing time or some memories were erased. That that is a possibility. I mean, that it's always a possibility. a possibility. Joel, you said you like conspiracy theories as well. Yeah, have you heard any uh, good conspiracy theories about Bigfoot, or do you hold any conspiracy theories about uh, uh, Canada's legendary Sasquatch? Uh, one of the big conspiracy theories is that the government knows about Bigfoot. They're just not mm-hmm. going to tell the citizens about it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we've we've gotten some emails from uh, military people, people people in the military who who say, uh, you know, they have these Bigfoot kill squads that that the army sends out so that they th- they can clear uh, a land of its Sasquatch population before they develop it for like logging wow. and stuff wow. like that for, I don't for like industry. This at all. That's um, wild. So, you know that that's. I'm not following those I, orders. I, I, no, <laughs> that, that's a that's a possibility. But I I would say, um, I don't know if the government knows about it or not. But I I would think if they knew about it, they wouldn't tell the general population. They uh mm. you know or they would do it in a in a in a very gradual kind of uh way you know. But but I, I would think it would be to their advantage to cover it up. Because you have all of these uh, forested areas, areas for mining and, uh, you know, logging and, and development where if you find out there's a population of these, you know, intelligent beings living there, then people are like, well, like, what are we doing, you know, exterminating these beings? Right. Or taking their land. To, to yeah. make way for development, yeah. That's a really good, that's a that's an angle on the government cover-up stuff that I hadn't heard before, and that makes a lot of sense, you know, and it seems like, boy, that, I really hope that's not the, not the case, you know, because hmm. it seems like we just haven't learned any lessons, have we? Yeah. Government's bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the lesson we learn over and over Joel, again. Joel, any other, you were kind of tipping your, I felt like you were tipping your cap a little bit to some of the, you didn't remember the rock experience, but did you have other experiences out in the I field? I mean, that- um, yeah, all those experiences that Ryan talked about, um, I, I, I was there for, but there's another one that I had when I was by myself. Uh, this was about a year and a half ago now, I think. Um, but it was just around Trent, which is crazy because, you know, it's a, it's a university and it's surrounded by a forested area. But then around that forested area, there's kind of like uh, farms and, and towns and things like that. Um, so it's not it's not the complete middle of nowhere. So you'd think, you know, there wouldn't there wouldn't really be a super high chance of uh, of a of a Sasquatch or anything pretty big hanging around there. Um, like you hear coyotes and stuff at night. But uh, in that area. I don't know. There's not a lot of places to hide, but um, right. One time I was walking at night. Uh, this was yeah. This was a year a half year and a half ago. It was April, uh, late April, because it was like right right around the end of exam period. Um, right before right before I uh, I was gonna leave school. So so I was just going for a walk, and it was it was like one in the morning. Uh, I I was going for a walk with a friend. As you do in college, mm-hmm. days just starting at one a.m. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's this peninsula um, that kind of juts out because uh, Trent is on the Otonabee River. I'm pulling up a map of Trent University. I want to take a look at this spot. Michael doing a quick googs. Go ahead. Sorry, I'll pull it up as well because I know there's a name for it, but it's like a very thin peninsula that that leads into a marshy area. 
Okay, so you got kind of swampland mm, over there. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, wow. Oh yeah, this is gorgeous. I'm just just pull it up on the map. Yeah, what a spot. Lot a lot of water around there, which yeah. we, as mm -hmm. we know, and I'm sure you guys do too. Like a lot of paranormal activity happens around bodies of water. So this is all this all really tracks just by looking at the geography of it. You got. It looks like you have like a, a river running through your the university as well, or right next to it. Yeah. Yeah, there's it's there's actually a west bank and an east bank of campus. So half of campus is on one side of the river. Oh, cool. And then there's a bridge. I'm sending my kid. They got a river there, a Bigfoot society. Yeah, I'm sending my kids there. This place is this looks gorgeous. Futurist architecture. Yeah. 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 It's really it's a really nice campus. Wow. Not in the winter. <laughs> yeah, it's right. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Touche. There we go. There it is. There's there's gotta be something. They don't show you those photos on the student brochures, huh? They're not <laughs> It is it is so cold there. Like it's <laughs> But like for in the fall though, it's really really nice. And then like November December hits, it's just like you you can't go outside. It's crazy. Well, wow. you can't go outside, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Well, you so can, walk, but it's, it's cold. <laughs> it's one a.m. You're walking around. We've got a better idea yeah. of how it looks at, on campus now. So so then what? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's it, it's kind of this peninsula that that juts out in, uh, in the middle of the river. Um, so I'm walking south. I'm I'm walking. Down river, I gotta I gotta remember which way the dire direction of the river goes. Um, so yeah, I, I, I I'm I'm walking. Um, Look south, runs north and south. Yeah, yeah, the same. Yeah, the same direction that the river flows. Um, yeah, um, <laughs> see the river. I'm am ju just trying to think. Does down river mean I'm walking with? I'm walking the with same the direction it's that the river okay. is flowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I appreciate your 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 attention to detail and your respect for it. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So uh, on this peninsula, uh, it's pretty forested, and there's no development other than like a dirt path that runs all the way down to the end of it. And you get to the end of it, and there's a little lookout point, and it's all surrounded by trees uh, on the other sides of the river. Um, and then, you know, you, you basically turn around and go back. That's how you get back. So, uh, <laughs> my friend and I, we get to the end of this peninsula and then we're standing around, mm -hmm. like looking around for a bit. And then we hear a noise behind us. I mean, I hear it first. Um, it's like, a. it sounds like someone's going swimming, mm. you know, it sounded like someone was behind us on the path. You know, maybe maybe 20 meters behind us or something like that. And then just decided to go to the right and jump in the water. Um, hmm. And, you know, my first thought is, well, it's probably a person. You know, that's the only other thing that's going to be out here. Uh, but why would someone be swimming at 1 a.m.? But, you know, it's 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 college. So, you know, maybe maybe people just want to just want to go swimming in the middle of the night. That's, you know, it's up to them. But we 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 call out and then there's no answer um but you can hear you can hear whatever this thing is and it's like when i heard it i thought of a person it, it wouldn't have been like a coyote or a beaver or something like that cuz it's a pretty big splash when it mm -hmm. when it goes into the water you know it's got to be at least person sized and my other thought is well i don't know maybe it's a bear bears swim yeah yeah but you can hear it coming down the peninsula to the end of it so you know, we're we're kind of stuck there because what do you do? You either go past it on the path, um, right. or you just wait there for it for it to get to you. Um, so Please. we kind of both start facing in the direction of where it is, um, and you can hear it. I, you can't even see it. Like all you can see is a little bump above the water, and that's it. That's the Whoa. only thing that you can see above the water. Um, and then it comes towards us. And it's it's just everything is black. It's all different shades of like blue or black because it's so dark outside. You can just see the water and then a black little bump like about mm -hmm. like about that big or something sticking out of the water. And then it goes forward and there's a bush right at the end of the peninsula and it and it swims right behind the bush. Uh, so it's like, OK, OK, you know, I don't know what this thing is, uh, but I think we should we should probably leave. But but. You Time know, to leave. Yeah. Right, right, right <laughs> as we're about to leave, because it's kind of like right in front. It's like three meters from us at this point. And oh and we're just God. like frozen there. We we haven't moved at all since we first heard it. Um Joel's like, let me just grab my camera here, put on the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, like 
I didn't even think about grabbing a camera at that point. I, I was just like, like I wasn't even thinking Sasquatch. I didn't think that until like later, until I got Ooh, home. But right. mm-hmm. you're just in, thinking danger. Yeah, at like, this point. like, <laughs> yeah. As soon as we're about to like, okay, should we leave? You know, let, okay, yeah, yeah, let, let's go. And, and then like, we're gonna start backing up with our like facing where it is. So with our backs to the path. Um, mm-hmm. But then we hear this this kind of like a a, a watery growl, um, and and it it almost sounds like a like it's super loud, uh, and you'd think you know it, it a small animal or something like a beaver would not be able to make a sound like that like like it has like mm-hmm. a like a deep kind of a like a it it's like a a very airy uh, deep sound so you think this thing has to have like a like a big chest cavity. Or something like that to make a sound like that, but I, it's really difficult for me to replicate it. But I think a, like a watery growl um, is is the most I can do. Mm, um, interesting. It's like a. I I I don't I don't know. I thought it's, you were going to do it's it. It's really hard to noise. Do the noise. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I, I, I can try. I can try. The noise yeah. that I do is not going to be the same noise okay. that I heard. But this I is my my this. attempt Understood. at Great. doing it. It's like um, okay. Whoa! I mean, that was good. That but it was a lot deeper terrifying. than that. It yeah, was like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was so, it was a lot yeah, deeper. That would not be um, good. And so something was absolutely there. Guttural, menacing. Yeah. I I don't know. Like I've looked up all a <laughs> bunch of different animal sounds. Uh, you know, the closest I could find was maybe a wolverine, but there's no wolverines in that area at all. Hmm. Um, whoa. And maybe it, it was would have the to be, wolverine. Have been bigger. Logan from X Men. <laughs> yeah, he's from Canada. That's wild. But a threatening sound, yeah, like, yeah. undeniably, yeah. Uh, and it was like coming in our dr- like it was super loud. Um, so we're like, okay, let's get out. So we start Whoa. backing up, and uh, like it stops making the noise, and it doesn't move at all. But but we just we just keep backing up until we get like all the way back to where the peninsula comes out from the land, and then we finally like turn around and look the other way. Yeah, that's um, crazy. But no, in that moment, like like. I didn't even think about getting out a camera or or doing anything like that because I right, I, I wasn't course. going on a walk yeah. specifically looking for Sasquatch. You're I was not like in that mindset. I don't know what this thing is. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't I don't want to die, so I'm gonna try and get out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when Sasquatch finds yeah, you. Yeah, that's it. But sure. yeah, that's when you're uh, not thinking about it. And then after the fact, because um, I didn't even think of Sasquatch then. I just thought, you know, like what kind of animal is this? Um, I, I was trying to figure out what kind of animal it was, but I couldn't really find anything. So I'm not going to say, you know, it was a Sasquatch, but sure. I just have no idea what, what it could be. It's unexplained. Prime That's candidate. Great. Yeah. I mean, Bryce, you guys are familiar with, especially in, in season four of Expedition Bigfoot, this idea of like really Bigfoot using waterways, rivers as, as, as a method of transportation and crossing Absolutely. and maybe cooling down their heat signature. Hundred percent. Yeah, think so. about Vancouver Island. All the islands that that claim to have Bigfoot reported sightings, they have to get those islands some somehow. So, you know, I I, I believe, uh, you know, if if in fact these creatures do exist and they're excellent swimmers, uh, and they do, you know, hang around these bodies of waters, lakes, rivers, they use them just like we would uh, if we were, you know, combing out through the woods. All right, Club Scouts, the time has come to talk about microdosing. You know that just right feeling when your body and your mind are really at peace? Like after a workout or a nice long shower or after listening to BCC. When you're relaxed, focused, and a little energized, being in the zone. Well, microdosing can help you get into that zone easier and stay there longer. Here are some benefits of microdosing. I'm sure you've heard about them, but let me know which one of these sounds good to you. Relieves anxiety or pain or muscle tension. Boosts your mood, helps you relax and live in the moment. Spices up sex and intimacy. Can help you fall asleep and stay asleep. That's a big one for me. Helps with focus and creativity. I mean, this is a wonderful list. 
You know, as I've gotten older, I have found that weed is a little too strong for me, okay? Just speaking personally here. But microdose gummies are perfect for somebody like me, giving me just that tiny little dose of THC to shave the edge off of my day and uh, and take off some of that anxiety. Uh, half of a gummy is the sweet spot at the end of the day so I can unwind, relax, and reset. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code BCC to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Again, that's microdose.com, code BCC. Microdose.com, code BCC for 30% off. Well, we're going to get to all of your hunting techniques, but before we do that, Ryan and Joel, we have a game that we like to play with our guests. We're going to go down a list of phenomena. If you're open to it, you're going to say, believe it. If you're not open to it, you're going to say, bullshit. And in this moment, you got to come down one side or the other. We can always circle back and litigate something, but we're going to go down rapid fire style. I like it. This is a game that we call bullshit. Or believe it. All right, Ryan, Joel, on your mark, get set, ghosts. Believe it. Believe it. Bullshit. Bigfoot. <laughs> believe it. Believe it. Believe it. Yeah. <laughs> UFOs. Believe it. Yeah, believe it. Mothman. Bullshit. Uh, probably bullshit. Nah. Curses. Bullshit. Believe it. Kind of. You know, they're like a bit. Haunted dolls. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. Uh, <laughs> believe it. The Bermuda Triangle. Bullshit. Kind of, kind of believe it. Like a lot goes down there, you know. Like, yeah. Hollow yeah. Earth. <laughs> believe it. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> there are alien constructs on the moon. Believe it. Uh, B- BS, I think, you know, who knows? No, Psych- come on. Psychic visions. <laughs> oh, believe it. Uh, believe it. Dreams are other realities, and when you fall asleep, you visit them. <laughs> Take it, is that right from Doctor Strange? And the- <laughs> We wrote this before Multiverse of Madness came out. Yes. Uh, I- I'm gonna maybe. Go BS, BS. Oh, you know. can't say maybe, Joel. No, okay, believe it. <laughs> Great. There you go. Time Boy, travel. Uh, BS. I, I don't think time exists. There's no such thing BS. as time. All right. Good answer. <laughs> Bending spoons with your mind. Believe it. Yeah, believe it. Nice. Entities from other dimensions <laughs> visit our world. Uh, mm, believe it. Believe it. Pets can see spirits. Believe it. Bullshit. Tarot cards. Bullshit. The Loch Ness Monster. Bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit, bullshit. The government is hiding the truth about Sasquatch. Believe it. Believe it. We're living in a simulation. (laughs) Believe it. (laughs) Bullshit. You, Joel, and you, Ryan, could outsmart a werewolf. (laughs) Bullshit. Believe it. <laughs> Planet Earth is a sentient macro organism. I, I guess. Believe it. Believe it. The universe is looking out for you. Bullshit. Bullshit. Finally, <laughs> in our original timeline, which I think you guys were born after, the famous Bear yeah. family's last name was spelled Berenstein, not Berenstain. Berenstein, yeah. I, I, I remember reading the books and I would still pronounce it like that when I when I read you them. were born after this theory came out though so what does that explain they still have I don't books, know it's all I watched the, <laughs> yeah. the VHS tapes okay and I read the books. A man who doesn't even yeah. believe in yeah. time yeah. Fair enough. That's true. <laughs> there is no this time is they get everything a little bit later yeah, there is no time <laughs> Ryan what is yeah we still have blockbuster uh, right, we'll right. go believe it we'll go believe oh, it all right believe God. it all right great great job <laughs> uh do you want to circle back on any of those and just and was there anyone that you were like I gotta I gotta explain myself a little further here 
I do Joel Hollow Earth. Big yeah on you on that one. Joel, you are a big <laughs> conspiracy yeah, theory guy. You've been doing Hollow Earth Hollow ever Earth. since I met him. Like. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and yeah, it sounds like you guys are going to be discussing the alien constructs on the moon on yeah. your next Sasquatch yeah. for hours at end. Amazing. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to get into how I'll say Gen Z is hunting Bigfoot. <laughs> That's a great clickbaity. <laughs> like how Gen Z hunts Bigfoot. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, Club Scouts. Winter is here. And for me, that means struggling to find the right temperature when I sleep at night. I recently found a way to stay at the perfect temp all night long using silver-infused bed sheets by Miracle Made that were inspired by NASA. We're going to the space age, baby. These sheets have self-cooling properties for better quality sleep using silver-infused fabrics inspired by NASA. Miracle Made sheets are thermoregulating and designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long so you get a better sleep every night. They're self-cleaning too. These sheets are infused with silver that prevent up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner and fresh three times longer than other sheets. No more gross odors. And listen, I know you you kids at home are not washing your sheets as much as you should be. I know that for a fact. And so you need to get some of these. Comfort and quality. Those are important to me. I bet they are for you. Miracle sheets are luxuriously comfortable without the high price tag of other luxury brands and feel as nice, if not nicer, than sheets used by some five-star hotels. And guess what? They make the perfect holiday gift. Whatever you're celebrating, give your loved one a pair of Miracle sheets. They're the perfect gift for your spouse, friends, or family. Who doesn't want better sleep and luxurious feeling bed sheets? And since these come with three free, free towels, you get two gifts in one just in time for the holidays. Go to trymiracle.com slash BCC to try it today or gift it to someone special this holiday season. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Save over 40%. And if you use our promo BCC at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100p satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com BCC and use code BCC to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com BCC to treat yourself a friend or a loved one this holiday season. All right, Joel. All right, Ryan. Let's talk about your Bigfoot hunting methods. Bryce, kick us off with uh, with your question here. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, Ryan, you teed us up earlier. Just uh, So how do you guys approach your uh, technique and tactics of Sasquatch University? hunting for Bigfoot. Yeah. So, so one of the things we really try to do in the show is like talk with a lot of different researchers and different people that have had encounters and experiences. And we kind of base whatever we're doing in a particular episode, kind of just based off of, you know, that advice and, and kind of what, uh, you know, things we sort of encountered and, and if there's maybe a, a tactic that, you know, people that have also encountered that, that same scenario, have done and, and say they've had success with kind of thing. So yeah, we'll go and, and do some of that. We'll try uh, new things all the time. And, and obviously we kind of do all the old fashioned stuff too, like tree knocks and howls and, and, you know, getting out the therms and stuff like that where we're big sure. on that stuff. But, uh, but yeah, you know, just um, whether it's leaving out gifts or, um, you know, uh, I've, I've even tried like remote viewing a few times. What type of gifts do you guys like to leave? Yeah, we've left everything from like tobacco to food and, and then like crystals and things like that. So nice. uh, I don't know. Am I missing any Joel? Like some, sometimes uh, Cody shows up with the gifts or, or someone else. Would be yeah. Gifts, but I we, mean, we, PlayStation five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cody, cold. that's mine. <laughs> we need it to get the foot, man. 
have you guys got try that have you gotten anything back in return have you found anything where you guys have gifted uh no not a ton like we we've had like we've heard some weird things out there like some weird noises and different things like that when we've gifted but you know like every time we've kind of left gifts we haven't had uh something come and necessarily like take it or or interact with it um a lot of the time even with some of the food which i was kind of surprised by because you'd expect even just like other animals kind of to maybe come by at some point mm-hmm. but but yeah so but we, you know we just we keep trying with that all the time because you know I, I think that's a pretty good tactic to do and uh you know a lot of researchers really recommend it so yeah that it's always cool to do and then um yeah and we are into kind of some of the more I guess like niche ones, like, like whether it's like remote viewing or like, yes, absolutely. Kind of this, this summer and yeah. And spring, I know you guys had um, one on uh, expedition Bigfoot. I thought that was really cool. I was like, Oh, we got to give this a try. Oh man. He was so talented. I absolutely believe in the possibilities of uh, using remote viewing to, to help find stuff like Bigfoot, you know, or your lost keys. It's uh, the data is incredible. <laughs> yeah yeah and um yeah so i i really want to get uh we we kind of been talking with a few different ones in one area so i want to try i don't know if it like interferes with their abilities or anything if we have like Ooh. a few of them in one place but i really want to get uh like you know maybe like three or four together at once and, and see if like i i don't know if it like adds something you know just amplifies it, it yeah, yeah absolutely. Maybe. Like, who get, you know what <laughs> get crazy man dip into yeah. the bigfoot society get get 40 of them out there you know what i mean <laughs> One for each member of the society. Group remote. Yeah, so you have 80 people total out there looking for Bigfoot. Hey, you know what? If 40 of them are remote viewers, like maybe, uh, maybe, you know, maybe it'll work. I'm interested how you're, I mean, I don't want to be too old man here. I did recently have a birthday, but like, I'm really interested how your generation has discovered some of, you said some of the old school researchers, like who are some of the names in the Bigfoot field that have inspired you? Yeah. Um, so we've had a lot of different researchers give talk, give talks to the society. Actually, last year, Bryce, I tried to find your contact info, but I wasn't able to find it online anymore. Oh, no way. Oh, yeah. So oh. Hit me interest, up on those I'm Instagrams. Sure, yeah. I'm at Mr. Bryce Johnson. You can DM me there. I'll hit you back. Okay, great. Yeah, we'll yeah. definitely do that. Cool. Yeah, but um, but yeah, we we've had a lot of different ones. Professor Bryce. <laughs> yeah, we we've had like Doctor Meldrum, uh, yes. Darby Orcutt, uh, Haskell Hart, uh, so so many others. You know, the guys from Finding Bigfoot. Yeah, Cliff um, and Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we were talking to Matt just uh, a few weeks ago. We actually had him on um, on Sasquatch University as like a guest researcher. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and um, so yeah, and, like I'm trying to think, Ron Moorhead, like just just so many, and then we always, you know, just try it. We reach out to different researchers and, and send you know notes around, and, and just you know, we we love making connections and getting to know people, and and we're very like, uh, you know, open to kind of all the the theories and information out there. Like we're we're not like oh mm-hmm. we think it's this we have this one idea of what it is, so we're gonna like really stick to that. Like we're just super open to everybody. We love like talking to everyone, having a good time. So so uh, it's love it's it. always you know great. Uh, you know, meet meet new people in the Bigfoot world. So, um, but yeah, so we we've had a lot of people, and it's been really cool uh, having those talks and um, you know getting getting to learn from a lot of them. And I, I think the students really like it too. You know, like I was pretty impressed. Uh, I mean, Joel kind of worked his his way up through the ranks pretty pretty quickly because he he like you know he'd come to the because we do like Zoom meetings and stuff like that. And um, mm-hmm. he, he, you know, Joel, you'd have some really good questions lined up before the meetings. And same with like a lot of this. It's a big science school. So same with a lot of the science students. They'd have like some really good questions. And uh, so it was really cool to see when like a student would like, you know, because like I like to think I'm pretty like knowledgeable, but like I'm not, you know, not over the top. But like uh, it, it's cool when like the students start coming to stuff. And it's like, oh, I haven't even heard of that, you know. And, and so, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's hard when 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 you hear someone like Dr. Jeff Meldrum talk about the anatomy of some of these foot casts and 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 how people walk in locomotion and when you hear someone like Cliff Berrickman talk about, you know, some of the context around these sightings and reports and the casts that were taken from the sightings, it's hard not to go, "Huh, there is something here." Mm-hmm. Even as even as a scientifically minded person, you know what I mean, and you know the the evidence is tantalizing and 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 as taboo as the subject of Bigfoot is, I think more, uh, you know, scientists who who really 
had a an interest in the mysterious and unknown and, and an open attitude would would come on board and say, yeah, I'd be interested in taking a look at some of these sightings reports about Bigfoot. Something's going on there. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think that's the attitude a lot of the students have because like some, you know, it's just kind of like, oh, what's this? I'd like to sit in in the meeting. And then they do and they're like, wow, like that was, you know, pretty eye opening. And then they kind of keep coming back. And, and we have a lot of different people that kind of like, uh, you know, some people I think like believe a bit more and some people are more skeptical, but but everyone's very like open minded and respectful and interested. So so, it, you know, it, it's become a really good uh, place just to kind of learn about the subject. So, uh, yeah, and I think it'll really continue, especially under, uh, you know, Joel's, uh, Joel's presidency. Joel. I like <laughs> I'm really, the next Joel. generation. Hell yeah, I, Joel. <laughs> I'm really interested, Joel, since you did kind of climb up and seems like you joined because it sounded fun. How has your, how have your thoughts and feelings about the subject of Bigfoot evolved over the past couple of years with the society? I would say when I first joined, uh, I did not believe in Bigfoot at all. Um, the only the only reason, Perfect I mean, like, I, I always tried to keep an open mind, um, and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to say definitively, you know, there's no way there's a Bigfoot out there. I mean, there's a lot of there, there's a lot of land, so like, you know, maybe there is, but you know, I don't think we found any really conclusive evidence. That that would probably would have been uh, my view first joining the club. Um, but I don't know. Eventually, talking to uh, experts and witnesses, um, it, and I mean, not even my personal experience, because I don't think that's that's really uh, influenced my belief in Bigfoot at all. I think the main thing uh, for me is all the witness testimony, because you have um, sometimes you'll talk to people and they'll say. Uh, like, oh, I don't want to be on the show. I don't want to have this interview recorded or anything. You know, I just want to tell you about what happened, right? So mm -hmm. you would think a lot of people would make things up so that either they could get on TV, get some sort of publicity or, or pull some sort of prank, um, right. you know. But then you have you have people like in our first episode, uh, Nor Norma, uh, she, she, I think her encounter happened sometime in the 60s. Uh, is that right, Ryan? Uh, no, I think it was like 85. 85. No, no. Okay. 80s. You know, it might as well be the 60s, right? <laughs> yeah, it might, it yeah. might as well. But yeah. it was, it was, yeah. it was years and years ago. And then you talk to her family. Um, her grandson is actually the one who contacted us. So you talk to her family and then they say, oh yeah, she's been telling us this same story for the past mm. like 40 years and it hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, you'd think, oh, there, there's not that many Bigfoot witnesses, but you, you, we'd put out an article in a community, um, like a small town in Ontario, like a population of maybe 5,000, like tiny, these tiny, I mean, there can be much smaller towns, but, no, but that's, that's still like a big. small yeah. town, yeah. 5,000. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then we'll, we'll have like five reports from there. Um, wow. And you know, that, that doesn't five. It's not a lot of people, but in a town of 5,000 people, five per 5, um, you know, is, even yeah. if uh, like half of them are made up, it's just there's such a, a large number of these witness reports. And then there's also these people who will keep telling these same stories until their death. And they won't they won't even say like, oh, yeah, I made that up 20 years ago. Um, yeah. Of, of course, you know, there are people who make up stories and I would say like it could even be um, like a like a plurality or a, like a large minority um, of the stories are made mm -hmm. up. Uh, but, you know, there's just like they, they can't all they can't all be made up. They, they it's just mm -hmm. too much. All it takes is for one of those stories to be true for the for the quote unquote creature to be real. And I always like the idea whether the creature exists or not. There are so many reports coming from all over the globe that there's a phenomenon at play whether or not the creature exists, right? Like people are seeing and reporting stuff and having these experiences that like you talked about, Joel, leave this traumatic sort of impression on their lives. Uh, these visceral experiences that, that often haunt them. And yeah, so there's something is happening. Well, can you share with us what Norma's story was? It sounded like it left a big impact on you. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, 
yeah so like she she was really cool uh yeah so her some of her family got in touch with us and was like yeah she's been saying the same story like ever since like 85 and um yeah like it you know so like as far as witnesses go like so credible because like you know just just sweet you know um older lady and uh yeah and and her and, and a neighbor of hers that she was with who like since passed away um both saw it and and uh it but like you know close enough to where it couldn't have been anything else like, it, like she said it literally ran like two feet in front of their car and she mm. was like amazed that they didn't hit it and and then it, it ran off into the fog on the other side of the road and like the other wow. really thing that like really fascinated me that really kind of stood out was like so you know and a lot of those smaller towns like we we like we try to do stuff with the news like whenever we can or, or we're going to a place that you know we have a few reports but we want to see if there's more so you know in a lot of these like really small towns are, are like yeah you know whatever the size uh we'll get like a few reports and then if we do like a larger place we'll we'll get more and um but you know there was a cluster like right where she had her encounter and it was like uh you know 85 and then like i think the next one was like maybe 15 or 20 years later and so on and a few more like in recent years and we met up with another person that got like a really good audio recording of um you know what like i th i think it's most likely because we sent it to the ministry of natural resources here in ontario and nice. they said they couldn't identify it and we showed it to matt moneymaker mm -hmm. and he said he thinks it's either someone faking it or a real bigfoot cool and, um you know it sounds like really cool uh and that was like just like 10 minutes from like where um norma had her encounter wow and and you know we talked to the woman who got the audio in the show as well and yeah and there were a bunch of other reports and it, it kind of goes along the niagara escarpment here in ontario it's like a big system it's like kind of like um not a mountain but like it's a big hill like probably like a thousand feet tall and it's just riddled with caves and different things and a lot of like weird paranormal stuff kind of goes on along it oh yeah and wow, cool. um yeah and we got other reports and, and we got some like a really good one too we couldn't get that guy on camera unfortunately but uh we got like a bunch um from right around there so we we had you know in an episode we can only really maybe fit in like two or three the most witnesses like in one because then it's kind of too much of mm. the same thing and we have other mm. stuff we want to do but we uh yeah like we were really lucky like because we we had like a lot of really good ones to pick from there and so many others that you know um in in other communities i gotta i gotta ask ontario is 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 above michigan do you guys get any sort of dogman reports or are you guys catching any <laughs> whiff of that um we i've actually gotten in our inbox like one or two like i, I don't maybe like maybe anywhere from like two to five things mm. about dogman but like we we get so many emails and, and everything and and you know so we do get like other paranormal stuff that comes in uh every now and then whether it's like ghosts or like ufos so it's, it's awesome getting that stuff too because i love hearing about it but we right. haven't got a ton of dog man and uh right, but right. hey if you know anyone's listening and you're in ontario and you've seen the dog man uh let, let us know because yeah, I, I, I love hearing about it <laughs> i love this this is so great I, you know, we're running a little bit out of time here. I want to ask you guys, since you, you really are the next generation of Bigfoot yeah. hunters and people, what do you think needs to change? What, what methods are you guys excited about introducing or you think should be paid attention to more? What, what, what would you like to not necessarily fix, but like, you know, change about the way that we look for, for, for Bigfoot? uh yeah i mean if, or improve if, upon yeah like if, if i went first like you know i i think one of the big things that, that really I, I guess kind of halts the you know a lot of progress in the bigfoot world is you know like like we're lucky there's a lot of really great researchers and 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 people that you know super nice um like people easy to talk to easy to work with and and then you get a lot where um you know maybe some someone's views don't line up with their own and there, there's a lot of divide like this kind of like when we first got really share into it, evidence share stories yeah classic it's, it's, it's kind of fighting. like yeah it's kind of like bigfoot politics almost like i was shocked it goes all the way back to the beginning <laughs> mm -hmm. like yeah. our, our first meeting um I, I think like two years ago we had one researcher who uh yeah like like kind of has a, he's pretty notorious in, in like the bigfoot realm like you know I, I probably could just say the name, but like maybe I'll just you know. It's fine. Lose you can tell us off, Mike. Yeah, and so yeah. it was it was nuts because like we had this guy, and then the next week we have another researcher, and and the the guy from the like week two 
had a restraining order against the guy from week one. <laughs> oh my god! I will not be stepping foot in that town if so and so is there, wow. and you can put that in my contract. <laughs> like, yeah, like literally, and 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 like I had, um, yeah, like and and so we, you know, the second week we had like two, uh, you know, researchers on, and and the you know one who's telling me about like some of the alleged like crimes the the other guy committed that was oh like, kind of out there he's like were, were there any Whoa. bars behind him like were there bars and i'm like uh like i didn't see any bars dude but like you know and <sighs> but like, it's kind of like what well, that was just like kind of week one of like yeah the yeah. year right and like it, we didn't that was kind of i guess like that the client you know the high of um that sort of stuff going on but i think it's it's really dangerous when you know there's evidence and, and people always kind of like put each other down in like you know, even this like, is a great answer, by the way, Ryan. I think you're you're so right, and I would have guessed this answer, but yeah, and yeah, the division, uh, let's all work together. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like, you know, I think, like, we we've talked to like Todd Standing before, and like, I think he's a dude that like really takes a lot of, and like, I have no idea whether it's like real. Or, like, I feel like only he like truly knows. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah. but it kind of bothers mm-hmm. me that there's like so many researchers that just assume they know, and. And right. you know they're like, oh, because of this and this, I I know for certain. If I was like, bet all, bet your entire house, all your money, and the like, the you know your family's lives on it being like fake or something, like would would they really bet it? Because like, probably not, because they don't truly know. And, yeah. and you know maybe they're yeah. totally right, but I just I don't like how there's so many people that kind of just assume, or are they're very like sure of themselves and, and assume, and it's like something we don't we don't know everything about like that's there's no right. body sort of the no, whole point yeah it's kind yeah. of the whole yeah. point so how we, could this one guy just know in, we've always in, passed uh, around yeah. that that we've always passed around that paranormal barometer that if anybody claims to know 100 percent of what's going on or that they have the truth full of shit bullshit bullshit nobody knows nobody has access to what's really going on that somebody else doesn't nobody has a fucking clue not the u.s government not me not uh not anybody nobody i think really sasquatch knows. university knows a thing or two they're gonna, gonna be, we, we, we know everything. They're gonna be guys, you, guys, you guys don't know what you're talking you about guys are yeah. on the inside track <laughs> but yeah anybody who claims to have the secrets to the universe and knows what's really going on you know that's always a good drama <laughs> <laughs> so what's next for you guys? You, uh, Ryan, you graduated this past year. Joel, you're on your way to graduating. Are you guys going to go into this full time? Are you guys going to get, quote unquote, day jobs and continue research on your own? What What is the future like for you? Joel, why don't you start? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think it, it depends how much money we make. Um, you know, you kind of, you kind of don't want to talk about that part, but it's like, I can't Bigfoot hunt full time (laughs) if I can't, you know, pay for rent or food or anything Mm -hmm. else, Mm -hmm. you know? You know, I have basic mm-hmm. necessities. Like, what are you guys majoring in? What What did you major? What are you majoring in, Joel? Uh, I'm uh, majoring in Greek and Roman studies. Okay, love that. Um, yeah. Very cool. What about you, Ryan? What did you major in? Uh, I was um, Canadian cultural studies. Uh, nice. Yeah. Great. Sorry, go on, Joel. <laughs> yeah. Um, I forget what I was going to say. Yeah, I think you lost my uh, station. <laughs> oh no, it's all good. Um, but yeah, no, I I think it, it depends. Uh. You know, Ryan's working pretty hard. Um, he's uh, Ryan's working full time on this. He's working pretty hard to uh, uh, try and get us um, another uh, another show or another season. Um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, get some more advertising out. Uh, but the main thing is, you know, we'd have to be super successful in order to do it full time. Um, so for now, it's kind of a wait and see. Uh, I mean, I do. Uh, I do have a plan that I had in place before working on this show. That before Sasquatch what I was going to do after university. Did. Joel, yeah. we all did. We all uh, had plans before that. we got pulled into stuff. <laughs> <laughs> if it if it ends up playing out, then you know we can we can roll with it. But yeah, uh, yeah. we got time. You know, it, it 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 all depends on the future. Great, Love we got that. time. Yeah. I will say, you really can do both. Like, yeah, you can. We all have several things going on at the same time as making a Bigfoot show, you know? So just, you find some time, you go in the woods, maybe you find Bigfoot and I mean, why not make a show about it? <laughs> That's it, man. Do it, be, do it because you love it. 
not because you're going to get rich and famous yeah. and the good stuff will follow, you know, do it because it's fun and because you're engaging in the mystery, you know, that's why. Mm-hmm. That applies to everything. Yeah. So Absolutely. Not just me. Ryan, season two of Sasquatch University, you're, you're off to make that happen. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess we'll see, I guess kind of like up to wild TV and everything, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, hopefully we do. I mean, like we, we don't really get paid very much. Like I'm doing it full time now, but like, like if you added up like everything we get, it would be like below minimum weight. You oh, know? we know. Mm. <laughs> yeah. we, we, uh, <laughs> we can relate. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so like, you know, but but I think we're just, you know, really lucky that we, we get to kind of share what we're passionate about with people. So so right yeah. now, like like, you know, like I graduated last year, I'm twenty three. So it, like, you know, my, my mom doesn't really mind if I like, you know, it's like, hey, what if I take a year to like do something really passionate about and go make a Bigfoot show and share Absolutely. it with people? Absolutely. Yeah. I love yeah. it. It's now's the time. So where can people... Okay, so we definitely have people uh, listening from who live in Canada. Where can people find the show, Sasquatch University? And then what about those of us who don't live in Canada? How, is there any way that we can watch? Yeah, so uh, people in Canada, um, I guess like if, if you have like the cable channel, you can get it through your provider. Great. Um, you know, just the yeah, wild TV network. And, um, there's also wild TV plus, which is like the streaming service. I think it's just like $4 a month or something. And and then you can just stream the episodes anytime and anyone anywhere can, can get it, I think. So, so yeah, that's, that's how you get it. I think if you just go to their website, it kind of says, but I don't actually know. I, you know, I kind of, uh, I think my mom got the channel, so it's like, <laughs> I didn't have to do anything. But. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. 100% your mom got the channel. Yeah. Way to support mom. <laughs> Great. Awesome. And then where can people find you guys on socials? Are you on uh, Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff? Let us know. Yeah, yeah. We, we kind of got that stuff going recently. So uh, it's just Sasquatch University TV, I think, is like most of our handles. And uh, yeah, we, we kind of have some stuff up on all those and uh, we're, we're getting it going. It's, it's kind of kind of small right now, but you know, whatever it's uh, it's it, but yeah. So I think that's how you find us there and keep up with kind of just, uh, you know, we post all kinds of stuff, uh, just little fun things for people to see. So uh, yeah, that's, that's how you find us there. And uh, yeah, the show's uh, yeah. How I mentioned. So, so yeah. Great. Great. Give these guys a follow. Right. Yeah, absolutely. The young, the new, the new kids, the kids young are guns. all right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. awesome. Joel, Ryan, thank you so much for being here on the show. Uh, and uh, we'll make sure that everybody listening will check out your work where they can find it. Yeah, thanks, guys. It's been uh, it's been great uh, going on the show. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we should do this again sometime. It's been awesome. Let's do it, man. Yeah. I'm going to laminate your uh, Club Scout member cards right now. <laughs> we'll be following your careers with great interest. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. <laughs> All right. Big thanks to Ryan and Joel, and a big thanks to you, the listeners, especially our friends who recently joined us on BCC The Other Side. It's time to thank some freaky friends who uh, have joined our Patreon. Ben Kingston, Cosmeteer. Ooh, rush the thank gun. You, ben. <laughs> Gotta wait for that Cosmeteer. Thank yeah. you, Ben. Welcome. Kevin DeVos. Thanks, Kevin. Bethany Beatty, Cosmeteer. Ah, thank you, Bethany. Welcome. Charles Berry, Cosmeteer. Thank you, Charles. Welcome. Logan Hatch. Thanks, Logan. Victor Newberg. Thank you. Jacob Stein. Thanks, Jacob. Anime Grot. Thank you, Anime. Elizabeth Tess. Thanks, Elizabeth. May Sanborn, Cosmeteer. Thanks, May. Welcome. Carly, Cosmeteer. Ah, thanks, Carly. Welcome. Brain Dead Sin, Cosmeteer. <laughs> Brain Dead Sin, welcome. And finally, favorite name of the week, Dogfish Poem. Thank you, Dogfish Poem. <laughs> that sounds like a Tom Waits lyric or yeah, something. Yeah, it really is. We're slowly <laughs> getting caught up with all of our cosmeteers. Hopefully, by the beginning of the year, we won't have to run through 13 of them at a time. I'd Thank love you for it. your Keep patience. Coming. We love you guys. Thank you for your support. You too can be a freaky friend when you head over to patreon.com slash Bigfoot Collectors Club and unlock total access to get three bonus episodes every month, merch discounts, the BCC. Discord access and more. You upgrade to the Cosmeteer membership and unlock three music tracks from Super Producer Riley every month as well. Plus, our backlog I just went through. I renumbered everything. I made the Patreon look so beautiful. It's so good. 
it's it, awesome. The reorganization that you have done truly is like, Thank this is you. what's been missing the whole time. Because oh. you, you couldn't navigate the catalog before. And now it's just like, it's, it's all right there at your fingertips. It's amazing. We've got everything divided into collections. It's fucking love awesome. It. You can also listen on your favorite uh, podcast app. So you don't have to listen through the website. But it's like a perfectly organized bookshelf. That's what it feels like now. Over 240 <laughs> episodes. Over Dang. Yeah. Come on so, over. See what we're doing on the other yeah, side. Mm-hmm. It's different than the main feed. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's more intimate. Uh, follow Ooh. me at McMills on Instagram. And you know what? Holiday season's coming up. Maybe you want to get a gift for a friend. How about a cameo from your old pal, Michael? Hit me up over on Cameo and let me wish your loved one a happy holidays. Oh. Yeah, love that. I'm on those socials. I'm on Instagram at Mr. Bryce Johnson and Twitter at Bryce O. Johnson. And I hope you're watching our new season of Expedition Bigfoot Alaska on the Discovery Channel. It's all done now so they could... Uh... When's it all coming out on streamers? This is November 8th. Yes. I hope you're streaming it on uh, Discovery Plus and Max. Uh, it should be available now on your stream, wherever you, uh, your uh, Discovery Plus app and Max. So enjoy that. That's great. Yeah. And I am Peace Drone on the Instagram. And uh, I want to remind you again about <laughs> these Amazon reviews because I just have this fantasy of you guys. Uh, writing all these bizarre and strange reviews on there and just that's what starts to accumulate it's like it's like a fresh canvas you guys yeah. there's just there none you there, so there. better chance of us reading it on air if you get go on over paint. there and uh, go <laughs> paint something on amazon give us a also review. Yeah. i'd be remiss a good one riley mm-hmm. you're on one. tour very soon oh right uh, also yeah also promoting things i don't know i just let funny ideas in my head uh I, I i'm on the road with tommy uh we're making our way up to seattle uh it's it's like this show is so much fun. Like, please come hang out and see the show. Um, it's going to be a blast. Yeah, great. Check out for those dates over at, uh, at the name Tommy on Thank Instagram. Thank you. We'll yes, have all those that, dates. Is, that okay, is the uh, Instagram for the band. Yeah, it's happening. There's, not, there's a TikTok not, too. And, you know, it's, yeah, if it, it might be happening now or very soon from now, depending on when that. I know it's, it's just it's just starting. Okay, great. Yeah. Great. Awesome. All right, yeah. everyone. Uh, we're crossing over to the other side. If we don't see you over there, we'll see you back here next week for an all-new episode of Bigfoot Collectors Club. Until then, good night. And go get regressed. <laughs> What's the noise? We'll see you guys do the noise. Oh, I gotta do the water uh, growl. <laughs> does make you cough. Jesus. <laughs> oh, I need a little bit of water. <laughs> Bigfoot Collectors Club is executive produced by Michael McMillan, Riley Bray, and Bryce Johnson. Our show is engineered, produced, and scored by Riley Bray. Our theme song, Come Alone, is by Sun Eaters. Follow them on Spotify. Want more BCC? For exclusive full-length episodes every month and total access to the other side, check out patreon.com slash bigfootcollectorsclub. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch, involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati, and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes. Hey guys, Heather Ashley here, host of the Big Mad True Crime Podcast. If you're looking for a true crime podcast with all of the details and none of the small talk, you have found your people. Each week, we dive deep into a new case and learn everything there is to know, from getting to know the victim and the impact their case has had on those around them, to the investigation into what happened to them and who is or might be responsible, and if the bad guy looks like he might drink whiskey by a dumpster or has the social skills of an ogre, we say it because we were all thinking it anyway. As the name suggests, we get big mad over true crime, and I would love to have you join our incredible community of listeners with big hearts and zero time for small talk. Subscribe to Big Mad True Crime anywhere you listen to podcasts and listen to new episodes every single Monday.